Hi there, and welcome to Starting Over at 50, the podcast about the game show of life where you're climbing up the ladder to success only to get thrown off halfway up, getting to start over at zero, and making a go of it. I'm Kurt Benton, your host, and I hope you'll enjoy this next episode. Good afternoon. It's Starting Over at 50 with your host, Kurt Benton. It's Friday the 13th. Oh, wait. No, it's Friday the 27th. It just seems like we've been in a holding pattern for the last two weeks. And the reality is we have. So we're here celebrating Friday, which is the same as Thursday, which was the same as Wednesday and Tuesday and Monday and all last weekend. Because it's pretty much the same day over and over and over again when you're on lockdown. Unless you're binge-watching Netflix or Hulu or Prime, which, to be honest, we have. We've plowed through Downton Abbey and uh, Jack Ryan and uh, starting The Expanse for those sci-fi folks out there. Um, It just seems like every day you go to bed and you wake up and we're finding ourselves in that groundhog day condition where everything is the same as it was the day before with perhaps the exception of the different type of homemade bread you're making or uh, what you're watching on the tube. Which really brings you to the fact, the question of how is it going for everybody out there? Uh, I know things are a little different for us here in Vegas because we're on essentially lockdown, unlike uh the jealousy we feel about so many of the other states that are still, you all are still able to get up and get around, uh, go see people. Um, Pretty soon here, Steve Sisolak, our governor, will probably put out a notice outlawing any uh, meetings over three people, which, you know, I'll probably end up sleeping out on the front porch, given that uh, there's four in my family. Which brings me to the question of, is the cure worse than the virus? So obviously one of the things that you have time to do while you're on lockdown is to spend unimaginable hours on the internet reading things that you probably wouldn't have read otherwise. And we're sitting here and uh, we all know how this started over in Wuhan, China, and we saw the pictures of the police walking the streets, locking people in their homes, shutting down industry, We all thought, wow, that can't happen here, but guess what? In Chicago, they are already um, warning people that if they go outside to exercise, that they may be arrested. At the same time, politicians are talking about releasing prisoners from jail. So what, are are we releasing the prisoners from the jail to make room for people who go outside to exercise? Uh there's just seems to be a lot of uh, not clear thinking. So here in Vegas, the strip's been shut down. Uh, yes, the everything is pretty much ground to a halt. Um, we are, of all the towns probably in the country, I mean, New York City obviously is hard hit, but they're the financial center. They're the media center. Vegas, above and all else, is a service center between the expos and the trade shows and the restaurants and the movies and the casinos and the hotels and the shows. 
we are a service business. So when you shut down the entire service sector, um, Vegas is going to be hardest hit most of all. So right now, Lowe's is open, Home Depot's open, gas stations are open, uh, car repair shops are open, car washes are open. No more Uber, no more Lyft, no more hotels, no more shows. Restaurants are carry out only, which for the most part, most of the nicer restaurants, the white white tablecloth kind of folks just went ahead and closed down simply because um, they're not really set up to do curbside delivery of your filet mignon. But it just, you know, it's, it's just getting to that point where people are starting to question whether or not what we're doing in the lockdown is really, uh, is it worse than what we're dealing with? And we've had roughly 455 cases of the virus here in Nevada. We've had 10 deaths, which obviously uh, is a terrible thing. I mean, any time that... Uh, somebody gets a cold or a virus and it takes their life, that's a terrible thing. But, you know, to, to, to take another look at that, if you go over to the CDC website, the repository of all knowledge regarding viral pandemics and outbreaks, etc., and you take a look, I mean, if you look at the H1N1, it claimed approximately... 25,000 lives uh, between 2009, which was when, it was when it was at its peak, and 2019. We're obviously, you know, still sh far short of that uh, worldwide with this particular uh, pandemic. Um, but if you look at the seasonal flu, I, I know that this is a, a meme and a, and a trope that has been... Uh, been hacked at uh, substantially, but it appears that the main concern with the coronavirus is the impact that it has on our healthcare providers. Uh, it seems to pertain to a lack of ventilators and a lack of uh, ICU beds. Well, first thing that happened this week was that there was a retraction, not so much a retraction, but a, a change in the thinking of Neil Ferguson, who is the gentleman from uh, who came out with the Imperial College study that basically said, look, you're going to have 2 million people die in uh, the United States. You're going to have half a million people die in uh, the UK. Uh, you're going to have, you know, you're going to be, putting up tents to put ICUs, and you're not going to have enough ventilators. Well, thanks to the steps that have been taken, he's now come back and said, well, you know, you know, the, the numbers that I threw out there that were parroted by all the media were essentially if nobody had done anything, and if we'd kept them on about doing our daily business, didn't start washing our hands more, didn't start taking care of uh, people and watching for people who were sick and getting them treated, uh, and now he's basically retracted and said, well, yeah, we probably have enough ICU beds and we probably have enough ventilators. And, uh, you know, that's thanks to the changes in our behavior. But if you check out the CDC website for just last year, the, um, the impact of the seasonal flu uh, between the 2018 and 2019 season, um, 
they showed that there were 35.5 million cases of the flu with 16.5 million medical visits, that means to your doctor or primary care physician or urgent care, there were 490,000 hospitalizations and 34,200 deaths specifically related to influenza in the 2018 to 2019 cycle, which they indicate was similar to estimated 2012-2013 uh, influenza season. So if this is, it, it just sounds like, honestly, this is something we're dealing with every year. And I know that there are people out there saying this is much worse than the flu. But perhaps some of that is that it seems as though the asymptomatic carriers or individuals who, yes, do carry the virus, and who are non-symptomatic, um, and essentially are just... Um, so maybe the, the flu, there's a group of people who have this thing that are less than the people who would normally get the flu. So I don't know. Um, the other thing that we've talked about a good bit is uh, what they call herd immunity, where you just go out there and everybody gets it at one phase or another, and they develop an immunity, and the immunity spreads through the community just as the, uh, the overall uh, illness so a lot of people get it. They build up antibodies to it, and, you know, it loses its effectiveness year to year. One of the last things I was thinking of the other day was the, the status of Mexico, our friends to the south, who basically threw up their arms and said, you know what, go about your daily life, keep doing what you're doing. We're not seeing a big deal here. We're not going to take any specific measures. We're not going to shut down industry. We're not going to keep people from going about their daily lives. So it will be interested if in the next uh, three months the peso is trading one-to-one -one with the U.S. dollar and we're sitting here with our economy in crumbles and uh, you know everybody is rushing down to Mexico because that's where industry uh, was not destroyed. So keep an eye on what's going down in Mexico because uh, that should be an interesting case given that no, that they're not doing anything down there. Last final thought is tuning out and tuning in. Take this time that you're thinking of just your day-to-day -day existence. Uh, get away from the news. Turn off Fox News, CNN. Turn off MSNBC and NBC and CBS. And, and honestly, just... Uh, put on some music, get uh, get Pandora, get your Spotify channel going, get YouTube going, whatever it is, but enjoy some music, enjoy the downtime, enjoy the calm, enjoy uh, just putting your mind at ease, and uh, even perhaps going over and getting a good audiobook or pulling up a book from your library and taking your mind to a different place because it definitely doesn't need to be where we are right now. So, sorry I ran a little bit long. It's Friday. Uh, had a lot on my mind, obviously. And uh, I wish all y'all out there the best. Stay healthy. And we will talk again next week.